Welcome back to another episode here on Coach's Corner. I am Polly Barr, the founder of Identity of One Coaching, and I specialize in helping men and women like yourself break free from your past and identify your true identity, which will uncover your gifts and talents that are on purpose for your life of freedom. As you dive into this podcast, grab a pen and pad, your favorite flavored coffee, or whatever you may be into this very moment, and get ready for tips and nuggets to help set you free. If there is anything on any one of these episodes that has brought value to your life, do me a huge favor, my friend, and drop me a review down below here on Apple Podcast. You can also follow me on Spotify and iHeartRadio, and we're also on Audible and Pandora in all of your favorite podcast apps. So with that being said, let's dive in. Good morning and welcome to another episode here on Coach's Corner. Thank you so much for coming in. We got Minda Ayala coming in all the way from Salem, Oregon. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you want to get your coffee, you want to get your tea, you want to get your water, you want to get all that stuff ready because today's uh, episode is going to be jam-packed 25 to 30 minutes of power. And so today I've got a um, very good friend of mine that I met through Clubhouse. So if you ain't part of the club, then you need to get to the Clubhouse if you are an Apple user. Clubhouse is one of the greatest networking tools that are out right now. And so when I heard Dr. Charlene Allen Milton speaking, I said, listen, I got to have her on my podcast. And so this is who she is. She was um, in high school. She had a a GPA of 1.7. I think I had like a 1.3. But look at what God is doing, right? <laughs> if somebody would have told me years ago, even three years ago, you're going to be on a podcast, you're going to be able to uh, reach the world, I'd have been like, y'all be tripping. But this is who the this is the God that we served, all right? And so through that time, and I'm going to let her share her testimony, uh, she was told that, you know what, college just may not be for everybody. And so it just, like a lot of us, it wrecked her self-esteem. And that is not where God wants us to be. And so her whole mission is helping women and empowering women to understand that the struggles of life, being able to bring all the overwhelm and um, allow them to be empowered to know that they can get through a marriage, they can get through raising kids, they can be that doctor, they can be all of that. And so that's what her story is. So she can tell it better than I can. But remember, you can follow me at setfreelife.net. Uh, my my website is getting worked on to be revamped, but you can still follow me there um, and you can uh, reach out to me at identityofonecoaching at gmail.com. And so without further ado, I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm going to bring on Dr. Charlene Allen Milton so that she can share her story, but also share her after. Where is she at after the adversity, after the struggle, after the challenges? So tune in. And here we go. Dr. Allen, I mean, Dr. Charlene, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And uh, this is going to be a huge blessing. So do us a favor and and let us know where you're coming in from. Tell us about yourself and how you got where you're at today. Well, hello and good morning, everyone on Coach's Corner Podcast. This is exciting. Thank you, Coach Paul, for the invitation. And I love your intro. I was like, oh, yeah. Thank it's you. About, it's about to go down. Yeah, we're about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But 
Um, I am so grateful to be here. I am Dr. Charlene. And, you know, where we start is not necessarily where we're going to end, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. And I think um, you, I, and so many others are such a wonderful example of God's grace and mercy mm. over our lives, right? When I was younger, there were a lot of things um, happening emotionally, um, dealing, being a child of... Um, you know, divorced parents. And there's some emotional things that come along with that. Mm -hmm. um, nevertheless, I graduated with a 1.7 GPA. And when it was time for me to begin to talk, start talking to my counselor about my future, um, she said, you know, college isn't for everyone. And I was like, like, what was, what's, what does that, you know, what does that mean? And so, um, nevertheless, I got into three colleges and I ended up going to Morgan State University. And then I ended up graduating with, graduating with a 3.1 GPA, right? Mm -hmm. um, fast forward, um, I, I, um, became, I was 42. Mm -hmm. I'm now 47. And things began to happen, not necessarily in the order of God's plan for my life. Come on. And I um, ended up, um, although, uh, although I was happy, I ended up being pregnant out of wedlock. Um, and you know, things began. I decided to do things my own way. Well, it feels good at the time, but you're going to come to the end of yourself. And when you come to the end of yourself, you're going to return. It's like the prodigal son. You're going to return to the father. Yeah. Um, and so things, the process of returning and may not look like the life that you had lived before. Mm. Um, I was uh, a minister. I was functioning in a church. I'd left that church and pretty much um, there was a whole world open to me. And I was like, wow, these are the things that I've been missing. Wow. So anyway, um, lo and behold, um, I have a beautiful daughter. Um, I'm now married to her dad. Praise God. Amen. Um, and when I became a mom at 42, I was also planning a wedding. I was also um, getting my job, my full-time dream job of being faculty. I teach master level students social work. And I remember walking in the hall saying, how do people, how do women, how do professional moms do this? Mm. Because... Um, it was a lot. And so it was, it was at that moment, you know, I was struggling. I was struggling with who my identity, right? For 42 years, I was single. And then immediately my identity was changing 
um, triple fold. My identity was changing to become a wife, to become a mom, and to become a professor. And so I remember going to um, a leadership conference um, with the ministry that I'm submitted to now, All Nations Worship Assembly, Baltimore, the Baltimore campus, mm-hmm. All Nations World Assembly, yes, um, the Baltimore campus. And I was just, there were things that I had to do. So I wanted to make sure everybody was okay. My baby, my my leadership responsibilities at the time, um, my whatever my ministry responsibilities were, my husband, you know, I just, I wanted to make sure everything was right. And I remember the leader stopping and looking at me and saying, you are overwhelmed. It's going to be okay. You are so tired. You can't do for everybody. But if you allow yourself to surrender to the father, he will give you the resources and the strength that you need. And I let out such a wail because I was tired. My self-worth, my feeling of self-worth, you know, I was returning back to the fold. My self-worth and there were some other things that I had done struggling with shame, guilt, human reasoning, things of that nature. And it was just a relief and a release. Um, Since that moment, I have studied everything, work-life balance, work-life management. And there's no such thing as work-life balance because when we look at two scales, we are expecting two scales. What's that? We're expecting two scales to be equally distributed, right? Well, our lot. If if we if that is the case, then that's neutrality. Mm. That's neutrality. Our lives can't be neutral. We have to manage our lives, Come right? On. Because at one point you might be giving 60%, the other point you might be giving 40% to the same thing and vice versa. But right. it's what's managing and what works. Mm. And so I'm finding that, you know, we struggle with boundary setting. You know, no is a complete sentence, right? Good morning, Denise. No is a complete sentence. Um, we struggle with uh, setting ourselves as a priority. We struggle with self-worth, you know, and one of the things about self-worth is when we have our self-worth intact, we're able to set boundaries, boundaries, we're able to set priorities, priorities, we're able to set boundaries, right? Amen. A lot of times we're reacting to things. We're reacting to things. And we might feel overwhelmed, stressed with competing priorities, with competing work and life because we don't have priorities, right? If I know that my priority is God, my family, self work, church, self care, if there are things that act that um, are out of those domains, Mm -hmm. 
then I will either have to check my calendar or say no. Right. Right. right? But we're so reactionary that we feel that saying no, that we will be hurting people's feelings. Do you prefer to hurt people's feelings or do you prefer to be um, um, overwhelmed and stressed because you didn't say no, wishing that you did? Wow. I can continue to talk. Feel free to stop me anytime you want to because I'm a chatterbox. So let me ask you this, just, just for those listeners that are watching right now, those that are going to be listening on, on Apple podcast. So my question is, um, so is self, if, is self-approval, approval of others, right? Is that the factor that causes men and women um, to be overwhelmed? Is that, you know, how, how can you speak to that? Because there are tons of people that are so fixed on pouring out into other people because we're we're taught it's better to give than it is to receive but if it's out of context it's a whole it's a whole nother level and so we have to be able to be filled to give out and so speak to that because you said something earlier that is so powerful you surrendered so many times people are on the go 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 if Abraham would have never surrendered to the voice that they that called his name twice, he would have killed his son. But the angel said, Abraham, Abraham, listen, I got you. I see your faith. I've already prepared something. So speak to that because there's there's a lot of people out there that are so involved with others that their homes are broken, their marriages are broken themselves they're broken speak to that for a moment and then just just keep on rocking it because this is good stuff let me tell you something i don't try not to talk about others i'll talk about myself come on let me tell you i was a people pleaser and whatever mm. y'all glean from this that's what y'all glean from this but this story is purposeful come on i was a people pleaser right in the guise of i want to help Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to play the hero in the guise of I wanted to help. Now, naturally, that is my calling. Okay. I, I am, you know, I am the person, I'm a social worker, so I love to help people and I want to listen to people, right? But when we sit under um, proper teaching, we learn what is the motivation behind. So what I see by that is, are we playing the hero? So I would play the hero. So I would look good. So I would look good. <laughs> Come on. I was right there with you. Right. And that was in the subconscious. But when I realized that I don't have to play the hero, my motivations began to change and I helped from a pure place. Mm. So I found that oftentimes people who are people pleasing, there is a, 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 a unresolved issue, if you will, Come with on. rejection, abandonment, right? 
Yes. Not feeling good enough. There is um, the buzzword these days is imposter syndrome, right? And so it is important to level up on self-worth because it reduces self self-doubt and increases unconditional love and respect and positive regard for self and others right right so um there are some underlying issues to the people pleasing mm -hmm. right and those underlying issues may have occurred somewhere in childhood mm -hmm. um where you didn't feel like you were enough, where um, there was a rejection, feelings of rejection, abandonment. Um, and so you get your feel when you help others. But guess what? There's going to come a time where you, you, you come to the end of yourself because you can't continue to pour from an empty cup. Come on. <clears throat> you cannot continue to pour from an empty cup. And if we don't return, if we don't surrender our control to the father. Say it. Right. If we don't surrender our control to the father, we will be chasing our tails like a cat. <laughs> Am yeah. I lying? Come on. Come on. We will be. We will be. Absolutely. And so um, one of the things that I learned that when we cry out to the father, he hears us. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit to teach us. Right. We know that there are seven spirits of God. One of them, several is knowledge, wisdom understanding and the right. fear of fear of the Lord that comes upon us. And so when we operate, we, when we begin to surrender to God, we consult with God for our um, day and for strategies. Right. And so we don't we don't get overwhelmed because now his grace is over us. Mm. I love it. I love it. You know, there's, there's, um, there's so many nuggets in there. <laughs> there's so much power in there because when you're, when you're functioning from an empty cup, I like to refer to an ATM machine. I like to refer to your checking account, your savings account. If you're just pouring out, but you're never replenishing that, you're never bringing that in. Jesus himself separated himself from the people he went and fasted. He spent a lot of his time going to the mountain. Go to the sea, get in a boat. I'll meet you there. Where was he at? With the father, right? Even Jesus himself was with the father. And so replenishing yourselves. And just to share a glimpse of my story, when I first got just tuned in to our ministry set free, I was pulling my my wife, my son. We were doing outreaches. We were doing street ministry. We were doing revivals. We were doing all of that. But one day, I had my own business, and I got home, and I and I, I just felt torn inside. And I was like, "Why am I feeling this way, God?" 
and my house, he was showing me my house. And I said, why am I staring at my house? There was trim that was undone. Paint was chipping off. Dilapidated molded boards underneath the window sills. There was a lot of plants where weeds were growing, this and that. And the Lord said, this is your house. This is what people see. This is what I see. And here's what I want to show you, not to condemn you, but to show you that your house looks like it's together, but it's falling apart. And at that moment, I broke and I said, okay, God, what do I do to fix this? He said, you ain't going to do nothing to fix it. You just have to surrender. I'm going to fix this. And how he fixed it. And I love what you said earlier, that things don't always go back. When we come back to the father, things, your results almost never go back to the exact same thing. Nothing happens again in your life. It's always different, better, different results, all of that. My ministry went from 50 to 60 people showing up every Tuesday night, Monday night, down to nothing but the leaders because everything had to go away. Ministry had to stop because the ministry started in the home. And until God started walking me through that, and that was right about 2015, things started crumbling. But I'm here to tell everyone today and tell you and, and those that are tuning in that when God begins to restore it, it doesn't happen overnight because we're human. So we're kicking and pushing and moaning. The apostle Paul, which was Saul, kicked and moaned and, and did that until God knocked him off his beast. And so that's that's so powerful what you're saying, because when we are constantly pouring out to other people, constantly neglecting ourselves, we have to have the self-care. We got to honor the Sabbath. We got to take care of our family because our home is the foundation of all ministry, of all coaching, of all everything. So that was so good. I, I just wanted to pop in just real quick and 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 just share my part of the story because you are saying so much truth. And I I just I'm blessed to be able to have this interview and just have this conversation. So now let's talk about the after. Through all of that stuff, through all of the, the learning, the grinding and surrendering, where is Dr. Charlene today and how can Dr. Charlene help those that are watching, those that are watching the replay, those that are going to listen to the podcast, because that's what this is about to help um, edify the body, but also help other coaches get out there so there's different perspective. Talk about the after. Where are we at now? Well, um, thank you so much for that question. <laughs> uh, I am on my way to being a tenured professor. I'm in the process. Yeah, I have five articles. Um, wow. And I have uh, like three in review. Um, I am a, I love my family. Um, we have things in the home that are managed. Um, I have a coaching business. I help women um, with struggling with priorities, the stress of work and life, mm. experience work-life harmony. You know, that's where I am now. And when God relays our foundation, 
We walk in peace. We walk in his grace. You know, um, this, the coaching business, Coach Paul, do you believe that it started in December? Wow. Amen. It started in December. Come on. And I have a supportive husband. I have a supportive, um, I sit on two boards. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> I just got a letter from the councilman today, yesterday talking about, um, thank you for the work that you do. I'm appointing you as our representative from our district as the um, diversity, equity, inclusion um, representative for our district. Mm -hmm. Who? <laughs> yes. I'm sitting on Coach Paul's podcast as a guest. Amen. Um, I'm a speaker at, uh, I'll be a speaker for the National Association Social Work Maryland wow. um, conference um, in March. I mean, like, but, but it's important when that foundation, like you talked about, Coach Paul is relayed when God relays a foundation. This we're talking about. I came, I came out. I'm having a coming out party after five years. Wow. Of a of a process of a process. Right. 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 And that relaying of foundation is essential so that we can be sober-minded. Right when things begin to, um, when, when gr God's grace is over us and things begin to start happening. Absolutely. So let me I ask have you a workbook coming out. I have a work life balance, work life management workbook coming out that I'm in the process of doing. I'm also a part of an anthology. I mean, like since December, so let me ask you this question. So prior to to December, were were you helping others through their processes? Were you pouring into people? How how did how did how did that look like up so until prior, December? So prior um, to December, now before my daughter was born, I had a private practice as a therapist. Okay, right? and then I was working full time. Then I became a a full-time faculty in 2016. Um, I um, serve, I serve in my ministry. I serve in my, the ministry that I attend. Mm -hmm. um, and I serve in the helps department in the helps ministry. Um, and all the while that surrendering submission and surrendering the SNS process was happening. Submission, surrender, submission, surrender, submission, surrender, because we get to hear God's voice clearly and get to receive his impressions cl more clearly, I find. Right. Um, and so as I overcame, like, okay, I'm no longer, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with being a mom that my identity is being a mom. I'm okay with me, my self-worth, right? right? And I no longer have to um, play the hero. I no longer have to be a perfectionist. I no longer have to strive for attention. Come I'm on. okay with just being 
who I am and how I show up. Yes. Um, uh, you know, it was like, okay, I'm ready to come out of hiatus, but I wasn't ready to come out of hiatus as a therapist. I Mm. wanted to come out of hiatus, helping women struggling with, with feeling overwhelmed because helping professional moms feeling overwhelmed with their priorities. Right. You know, because that's, that's my story. That's, that's my story. So, you know, something that, you know, I just wanted to point out in the natural, your coaching started in December, but in the spirit, you've been coaching for years because people ask me, they're like, you know, and this is to encourage someone out there that is, that is dabbling thinking, you know what, I want to go and help people. And and it's not even defined as coach. It, it could be defined as <clears throat> mentor, strategist, whatever, whatever God gives you for that brand, right? But when people ask me, when did you start coaching? I'm like, before I even put a title on it, I've been coaching since I was in high school because I was always that poorer router. Even though I was I was given out from an empty vessel, that was my identity basically back then was just helping people doing what I could, you know, even out in the streets, you know, slang and gangbang and all of that stuff. It, it was still, I was still maneuvering. Right. And so I just wanted to say that because that's going to bring encouragement, hopefully to someone out there that is, that is, that is challenged right now saying, how do I get my voice out there? Now, coaching can be anywhere from writing a blog, hitting a live button, doing a podcast, uh, serving in your church, wherever that, whatever that looks like, that's where it starts. Instead of thinking, praying, God, give me clarity for what's next. Start with what's in front of you. And I believe that's what you did. Start with what's in front of you, my home, my family. And, and I mean, come on a tenured professor. You mean to tell me somebody who had a 1.7 GPA that was on the road to being tenured 2025 y'all. Yes. So, so, so what I'm getting at is the words that were spoken over you. Somebody said this, come on, college ain't for everybody. And, and, and our stories are a lot similar in, in that aspect. I was a, I think I was a 1.3. I was selling drugs. My counselor, I remember his name. I remember everything. He literally told me, Paul, what are you doing here? I said, what do you mean? You called me in the office. He said, no, what are you doing here at the school? I said, what do you mean? He's like, you might as well just drop out. All you're doing is hanging around, selling weed. So I left. A junior. When I went and got my diploma back in 2017 online, you know how many credits I needed? How many? Six. My wife is like, you mean to tell me that all you needed was six credits. I said, I was, I was for whatever reason, God always had favor on my life. I never caused trouble in the class. I was just out there doing my thing. I was always getting promoted without even trying. They would just pass me. They would just, pass. Oh, he's quiet. He's cool. He shows up every day. Just keep passing them. Six credits. What am I saying? Even though those words were spoken over two people, College ain't for everyone. Just drop out. You're never going to make it. 
you know what? Not everybody makes it. We're here to tell you today that you can. Amen. So Dr. Charlene, do us a huge favor and let us know where we can find you. Um, I, I, I had your, your website up and there was these testimonies. And I'm telling you, guys, go to her testimonies because I'm I'm reading these testimonies and I'm like, look at God. So let us know where we can find you. Um, tell us more about your coaching, whatever you want to put out there. And all of these uh, links and stuff will be down in the show notes once once we put it on Apple Podcast. Well, thank you so much. You can find me. Oh, I think I'm hearing an echo. You can find you can find me at www.drcharleneallen.com. You can also find me on Dr. Charlene Allen on IG. And you can find me on Facebook at Charlene Allen Milton, um, LCSW-C. Um, I look forward, if you find something that you know is impacting has impacted you and you want to book a discovery call with me you can find my links on ig in my bio section if you put in um the coupon code self-worth then that discovery call will be free and that's a 50 dollars value okay that's a 50 dollars value i charge because i can I've been a social worker since 1997. Um, so I charge $50 for a discovery call. But if you, for this Coach's Corner podcast, put in the coupon code of self-worth, then you will get that dis a 30-minute discovery call for free. What that will do is that will allow me to allow us to co-create a plan for you if you decide to work with me on how you can experience work-life harmony. So thank you. That is so awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Charlene. Um, thank you for coming on to my podcast. It's been an honor and it's been a privilege. Um, would love to have you come back here in another month or so, uh, just so we can dive more into a conversation because I would like for, um, I'm really thinking about doing a podcast with like two or three guests on the broadcast because we've got um, uh, Denise Turner that's got a whole lot of nuggets in there as well. And just this, this, you know, this collaboration. So just things that I'm thinking about, but thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your Saturday morning. Um, thank you everyone who has joined in. And so we are going to end this broadcast. We're going to end this episode. So remember guys, you can reach me at setfreelife.net. You can go to um, Linktree. Uh, forward slash coaches corner and that's everything coaches corner my website my blog my my everything so you can go there check check out what i'm doing and remember if if you are that person that needs dr charlene i encourage you to go everything that she said today is is if it's resonated with you and 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 she resonates with you go check out that discovery call all right so with that being said we love you god bless you and we'll catch you on the next one